Welcome back to another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast from Trample Gaming. My name is Matt Bishop. I'm joined, as always, by Pinch and Triceratops. We're going to be breaking down gaming news. We're going to be talking BlizzCon. Oh gosh, we have so much to cover, and of course, we're going to be wrapping up with what we've been listening to, what we've been what we've been watching, and what we've been playing. So let's just kick this thing right off. Uh, Spoiler, this is a game I've been playing. I'm going to talk about it, obviously, for what I've been playing. But Valheim has topped 500,000 simultaneous players. Uh, so that obviously breaks records. So that was uh, as of this past Friday, so February 19th. Uh, it had already passed games, you know, like Postal, uh, Life is Strange 2, you know, tons of games. And right now, at you know, nearly 500,000 concurrent players, if you're looking at the, the Steam charts, not many games in front of it. Not many games in front of it. How did this game just take over the world? Set it on fire? It's just incredible. Obviously, I've been playing it. Uh, thoughts. What are we thinking about this game? It's just crazy. It's all anybody's ever talking about now. Sarah, have you played it? I, I have not. I have it. Uh, I've purchased it and downloaded it. It's ready to go. Um, but I'm literally, I'm looking at this list on, on The Verge, and all of these games have kind of had that same that same thing, right? Um, like among us like that just popped off like super randomly right like the game was like what two years old is that mm -hmm. yeah is that something like that yeah. yeah and then like all of a sudden the summer just like all of a sudden went viral you know look at total crap games like phasmophobia you know <laughs> like it's like a cult classic now um cyberpunk like everybody fucking hated it but look at it on that list you know <laughs> um so yeah, I think it's just one of those viral things that people just latch onto and people like to stream and that gets a lot of viewers, a lot of money. Um, yeah, I think it makes sense. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, I also think it's like, it's the whole like world building aspect of it too, right? Because how many hours have you dumped into Stardew? Mm, probably like... 10 to 20 no more than 20 no more than 20 okay yeah and that's that's probably reaching a little too far okay i personally have dumped probably about an a hundred hours into stardew <laughs> another hundred or so into graveyard keeper animal crossing how many hours did you put into animal crossing oh gosh well over 200 and that was just like a couple months worth yep so these these world builder games right they're they're really addictive because it's like a it's like slow releases of of uh you know like serotonin to your system right so you're just like you're you're like yes i get to i get to like you know clean up my shit and i want to build the next you know i i, I want to build like a an extension to my house or whatever right i want to get the next set of gear but to do that i got to do all this other stuff and farm and do all that stuff right so i think part of that is that like people because of because of the pandemic we've kind of evolved to be digital hunter gatherers at that point you know like we we really enjoy being outside quote unquote but we can't because 
of this so we we kind of look into doing it in a video game like i enjoy it i really enjoy it i i tried to log in for five minutes and then it was two and a half hours later and i had to go to work so (laughs) i i had the same experience i it was an afternoon i was like i'll just create my character get my own little you know world set up and just kind of see what this game is about i was immediately struck at the low learning curve at least from what i could tell after having played games like Conan Exiles, um, you know, similar kind of gameplay, but fun and not really immediately punishing, which is which is nice. I felt like I got set up pretty quickly and then, oh, 90 minutes has gone by and I'm just sitting down. I'm thinking, oh, my. Um, and I think it's funny that we're talking about the time that we've just lost in this game, because if you go to steamcharts.com, we're looking at it. As of the time of this recording, uh, on two twenty-four, so you know, Wednesday, very early morning. Valheim has ninety-six million hours played over the past thirty days. That's insane. Okay, and it hasn't even been out a full hasn't even been out a full thirty days. Okay, so we'll have to update you in a couple weeks. But that's the level of. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's up there on the top. Uh top uh, viewer numbers on twitch like in comparison it's got seventy-seven thousand viewers right now like a super early like you said on a wednesday morning like fortnite has less viewers than this game right now uh apex less viewers um that's pretty impressive honestly yeah, i Valorant's get it. just a, a tad ahead <laughs> just a little bit like less less than ten thousand ahead so very interesting it's crazy. I'm I'm just uh, I'm so excited to see this, and of course, you know, congratulations to the team that that put this together. Just five people, just five people. Uh, that's in- incredible. I I don't know. I don't even know where they go from here. It's a brilliant game. Seriously, go check it out if you have not yet. This is coming from somebody who y'all know. I don't really get that creative with my gameplay during the week because I have limited time. Um. But this was one that it was just like so easy to get lost in. It's brilliant. But you, you know, you're you are right. Like there was a very low learning curve. There are some other games that I've tried to play uh, that are similar to this. You know, Ark and Atlas, and you know, you you mentioned Conan. Like I bought that game too with the rest of us. You know, when we were all running when that was brand new, and those games were really hard to get into. They were really, really hard to get into, in my opinion. But this one, it was really easy. You had a you had a little bird that kind of walked you through everything, and it was all like, okay, now, like as you progress in the game, that bird kind of doesn't show up as often, which is really cool because it's like, okay, now I've I've gotten through the the tutorial, which like when I like it's a bird, so I call it the toot oriole because I'm done. <clears throat> Um, oh my god i love that (laughs) but uh like once once you get past it then you're just like okay i kind of have an idea of how to play this game and for the most part i have a direction now right and that's that's how games should play and games like this which is i mean it's just amazing like even even for the the polygon of your person right like the world is 
is beautiful. It's it's really great. It's it, the design, the aesthetic. It, I don't know. I, I really just can't say enough. Uh, I think that it's one of those rare games, and you know they're going to add content to it. You know this is going to become a living, breathing game service kind of situation, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it because they've they've just taken kind of a you know slightly unique, more training wheels, I guess, if you want to say, approach to the survival game but i love what i've played so far and i've barely scratched the surface but it doesn't i know that people say it gets grindy a little bit later on i'm sure it does i just didn't i haven't felt the the grind yet like i really have just enjoyed existing within the world and just kind of like it's just been fun so far so uh i can't wait to, to sink some more hours into this game i i think it's it's one of those that if it keeps growing it's, it's just gonna sky is the limit sky is the limit for it yeah i'm i'm sure that like towards the end of the game like way end game it gets it gets tedious but i mean i've i've logged in at least a dozen times so i've probably lost about 20 hours into it so far um and i there's always something to do and it's always fun to do it so i i enjoy the game All right, moving on. This is kind of a funny story. I don't know if it's funny. I don't know how to classify this. Uh, kind of ridiculous, but uh, apparently there's been a big-time increase of carjackings in the Chicago area, and uh, Chicago Representative Marcus Evans has claimed that the Grand Theft Auto video game series is harmful to children and said that he is planning to introduce a bill to ban the sale of the game in Illinois. Uh, this is all coming from Fox 40 News. Uh, I guess they're out of Chicago. And interesting, very interesting that this is happening. Uh, huh? <laughs> I. Why, why do we always try to blame like social problems on video games? Well, it's an easy it's... thing to point to, yeah. sadly. <laughs> Even though we know that it's kind of absurd, but... Like, it's not like kids dealing with a lot of crap going on in the world like a pandemic like acting out because they have to have like school online and can't see their friends and yeah i, I really don't think dying <laughs> sorry it's not funny yeah my i you know i i have two words this again yeah yeah uh, that's the... i we we grew up with we grew up with basically every console between all of us, right? Um, like I had, I had an old Atari. Like I, I didn't get to play with a Commodore sixty four. Like that's the only thing that I haven't actually been able to touch in my lifetime. So that that's how old I am. And my entire life, video games are making adult or video games are making kids be violent. No, you know what's making me violent, dude? Dumb people. Sorry. Like no offense to anybody, like I'm not I'm not trying to be, you know, mean to anyone, but like literally when I get mad, it's over dumb shit. It's not because like I learned from Grand Theft Auto to beat a hooker. You know what I learned from beating a hooker in Grand Theft Auto? I get three stars and cops chase me. She doesn't even give you all your money back. And and further furthermore, I would make the case 
when it comes to Grand Theft Auto as a series, okay, yeah, there's always been sort of this problematic element for mainstream audiences when it comes to the core gameplay a lot of times. I get that. What I think is so fascinating is the way that the GTA community has taken this and they've ran with it in ways that never could have been anticipated, I don't think, before with things like role-playing servers and just the way that people have created these online communities. Uh, to me, that's more what GTA is known for. I watch people run crazy races and courses all the time, beat other people's times and things. Like, GTA is it's its own genre at this point. It is just that massive, and I don't even think of it as this evil influence on children that would make them want to steal cars I, that just doesn't there's just it's just this weird disconnect I, I don't know what evidence there is that gaming in general you know obviously we know that it has been proven that it does not cause crime or you know certainly not violent crime but something like this i don't know it just seems so bizarre so i just, i just had to bring it up uh, I can't even believe again that we're talking about this, that this is even a problem. And But, but you're right, dude. Like the, the GTA series, like especially specifically Grand Theft Auto five, because it's been around for so long now. Right. Like we, we joke that it's been around for like every console. Yeah. Like going all the way back to the Commodore 64. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like you GTA is not, what it used to be you know like i remember gta 3 right like that was the first gta that i played you know and then vice city and those are the those were the kind of single player like experiences that grand theft auto gave me so that's kind of what's in my brain i've never played gta online i've never played gta rp i've watched people do it and these dudes are literally just playing a better version in my opinion of like world of warcraft right right I yeah I I it just I think what it it just displays again blatantly is that we have people who I feel like they just don't understand right they just don't see it they just don't get it they're unwilling to look at the evidence to the contrary that there is no linkage I mean you you could try to make it that link with any piece of art and I would argue video games are art you know, and of course, yes, there are restrictions on what ages can purchase video games and play video games. Of course, that's fine. I don't have any issue with that, with trying to protect children. That's fine. But this is just so bizarre. It's so strange to me. I think if you really want to get into the psychology of it, I think that goes back really, really far. Um, you know, the first most recently that comes to my mind is when rock was new and all the parents were like, oh, that's the devil's music, you know? Like, there always has to be, like, some kind of boogeyman media, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 I agree. So it just, this just happens to be their one thing. But it's not, <laughs> I don't know. I would love to see these, uh, these research methods that it's, like, Facebook comments. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Moving on. Before we actually dive into BlizzCon properly... I just want to cover real quick that if you were watching the stream of the keynote and everything, if you watch that whole stream on Twitch, at the end you'll notice that there was a 
performance by Metallica, who had, of course, performed back in 2014 at BlizzCon. And they did a little virtual concert there. But if you watched on Twitch, you did not hear Metallica playing music, okay? It was this very interesting sort of royalty-free... I, I don't even really know how to describe it. Just go watch it. There's tons of clips of what happened to the stream on YouTube. And I watched on YouTube. Can I get a raise of hands of who watched it live? Yeah, I did. I I watched it. So I just happened to pick up my phone and I just happened to see Blizzard tweet about BlizzCon Line. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just go to their website and watch it. So I watched it on their website. I should have watched it on Twitch because I feel like that would have been a better experience in my opinion. <laughs> because looking at these clips of this of Metallica is so funny. No, I I did not watch it. So this was the first time I was seeing this and it's it's hysterical. I just yeah. I can't even believe it. <laughs> it's the funniest because shit I've so... ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> they're so iconic and they're so like it's metallica you know like everybody even if you don't listen to rock you know who metallica is you know at least one of their songs and it's so funny I, I, <laughs> the music is just hysterical i'm sorry i'm watching it again <laughs> it is worth a watch seriously if <laughs> If you were like me, okay, and you watched it live on YouTube, because that's what I did, watched it live on YouTube, I was treated to this uh, wonderful Metallica performance, knew none the better, just had it on, and that was fine, until obviously afterward when I realized that there was this fervor online of people who were co-streaming it and all this other stuff and were, you know, concerned about DMCA takedowns, and I just... Uh, hilarious. I laughed out loud when I saw the clips, obviously. And and uh, the irony is that it's just the fact that it's Metallica that has a real storied history of protecting infringement on their music. If you remember the early 2000s and the file sharing days with Napster. Mm -hmm. So to us older folks, this is just like the most hysterical, ironic full circle of of course this would happen with the massive dmca takedowns over the last year on twitch and then now metallica playing you know a couple songs and they have to be overdubbed with this <laughs> I, I i can't even describe what you're hearing I, like it's just hysterical <laughs> it's hysterical definitely not for whom the bell tolls <laughs> but it's definitely bells <laughs> <laughs> So okay, I can I have to I have to think about it, right? From I have to think about it from my like scientific brain, but in another multiverse, right? In a, in another universe, Twitch got DMCA'd because they played Metallica on Twitch and Metallica was like, "No, no, that wasn't for you, Twitch. That was for Blizzard only." <laughs> what? And let's let's just keep in mind here everyone that Blizzard is live streaming the same event on multiple platforms at the same time, which of course is against the terms of service for any other small time creator. You know, you're not allowed to stream simultaneously, for example, if you're a Twitch affiliate on Facebook at the same time and vice versa, right? But this is just, this is some of the, oh boy, 
I just have to sit back and I just have to kind of chuckle. It just, it really is that bizarre and this is the world that we live in these days. So that was, that was of course the end of, of BlizzCon. Let's kind of dive into what actually happened, what was announced. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, a Pinch, you kick us off. Can you talk a little bit about WoW? Because I'm, I'm already getting upset about what's going on with Overwatch, but just we'll start at the top. So let's, let's start with WoW. Go for it. Okay, so the biggest announcement with WoW, because um, I, I kind of half paid attention to what, what WoW players call retail WoW, right? So I don't really know what's happening there. So sorry, guys. I wasn't really paying attention. But the biggest announcement that they had was WoW Classic is releasing the Burning Crusades update. For me, I'm kind of upset about it. And the reason being is because I've played through Burning Crusade when it was retail, quote-unquote retail. I played through WoW Vanilla. Like, I played WoW through Kata. And I guess, in a way... WoW Classic for me was supposed to stay WoW Vanilla, like just vanilla WoW. Like I didn't expect to go into BC again. I didn't I didn't expect them to basically rehash all of their previous expansions. And to be honest, like I feel like you're kind of cheating your retail players out of something good. Because instead of putting all of that effort into you know rehashing burning crusades you could be putting it into a an actual good expansion no offense to those blizzard um you know hardcore blizzard retail players um but in in my opinion that's that's kind of the biggest thing that was they what they announced um i think they also kind of added like this blizzard arcade thing during that announcement they did uh which was kind of weird in my opinion because it was like they're like relive these games that I've never heard of again wow the actual name escapes me for what oh my gosh I'm really gonna have to do some quick research here after this because yes they did announce the the arcade that's how honestly and I lost hate, Vikings lost Vikings <sighs> wow sad I couldn't pull that out I played that you know back on the SNES days uh, great game, fantastic. That's cool, but just again one of those sort of okay. Um, that's cool. <laughs> Didn't wow me, if you will. <clears throat> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this Photos. much. Sorry. <laughs> As somebody who's never played WoW, I would consider maybe playing classic. I would think about it. I thought about it when it first came out. I really thought about it a lot. Never did. And the fact that, yeah, Burning Crusade is out, or will be coming out, seems kind of interesting. And you can apparently keep the experience totally vanilla if you want. You don't have to deal with Burning Crusade, I guess. But this is kind of interesting to me, and it's something that, I don't know, I wouldn't mind trying, maybe. So, so in my opinion, right, like, Burning Crusades was a great expansion. It was you know, the first real expansion of World of Warcraft. It created a completely different world. Illidan as a boss was amazing. Like, I th I think about 
my the story and the lore that went from vanilla into the end of BC and it still gives me chills. You know, same with Lich King. Like Lich King, the next expansion, the, the second expansion um of World of Warcraft is was just amazing, right? So I kind of get it what they're trying to do. They're kind of they're kind of trying to get like a new player base for their old game, but I think I've said this like a million times, um, not on the podcast. They need to just make a WoW two. They need to upgrade the entire client. They need to upgrade the entire game with new graphics, with new everything, and stop like patching, patch fixing everything. Because I think that their player base is so strong. WoW players are so devoted to WoW that they would move to a World of Warcraft 2 and it still thrive as an MMO. And I've had this conversation with other people, obviously, like with Lassie, and he believes the same thing, just like Guild Wars 2 was such a hit. You know, the original Guild Wars was kind of trash, but when they made G- like Guild Wars 2, it was like their player base went and they loved it. Yeah. Anyway, but like I think... I think Blizzard needs to to actually think about that and potentially remake World of Warcraft and not in the WoW classic way, you know. Um but but I I I think what they're trying to do with Burning Crusades is really like relight that fire of nostalgia and relight that fire of for new players to experience what we experienced the first time around in 2005 when it originally came out or six or whenever it was yeah obviously i have i have a love of wow i really do i've put a literal year of my life in wow like a played time i have over a year of played time in world of Warcraft, and i know that that's rookie numbers compared to some really hardcore wow players so like it means a lot to me that they're doing this but also it, it kind of feels like a cop-out so that's my perspective. I think it's a valid point. I, I don't have a dog in this fight. I never have. And even honestly, I think Retail WoW, the Shadowlands Chains of Domination expansion, I mean, seems interesting. Again, I don't know if it's something I would ever do or get into. I have no idea. I'm not even going to ask Sarah. I, you know, <laughs> we're just going to. Yeah, no. Um, I, I would. If you want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think I will ever play or watch anything wow <laughs> hey all right so here's Actually, the new challenge well no never mind i won't say it here's the new challenge we got to get you to play wow now okay it's fine yeah okay it's fine it's gonna happen it yeah good happen. luck i was gonna say the only time i think i'll ever watch wow is if uh if he goes playing oh my god I need to get you a bumper sticker that says I simp for Hiko. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a magnetic one, though, so, like, I'll put it on there when you have no idea. Like, you're not looking. And you won't you won't find out until you need to put, like, you know, your new grill in the back of your car oh, that doesn't fit for some reason. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Wow. That's an inside joke. Sorry. That's an old one. Sorry. A little bit of a dick there. Damn. <laughs> a little bit of a dick whatever i'll tell you a game that i'm looking forward to is diablo resurrected looks or diablo 2 resurrected excuse me looks amazing by the way just to recap wild classic burning crusade and shadowlands chains of domination will be out later this year so you at least have something to look forward to in 2021 but 
When it comes to Diablo 2 Resurrected, oh man, I'm beyond, I'm beyond excited. Sarah, what are your thoughts? Because obviously I know you love Diablo 3 and what Diablo 3 has turned into over the years. We've been playing D3 for, I don't even know, off and on, you know, over the years for eight, nine years. However long it's been out at this point, 2000, what, 14 really, 13 was when we really started playing it. So uh, are you excited? Are you going to play Diablo 2 Resurrected? Man, I'm excited. You sound excited about it. Let's get a hype. Mm-hmm. Let's do I'm, it. I'm just kidding. You literally don't sound excited at all, which a lot of people aren't, but that's okay. You know, they're remaking Diablo 2. They're remastering it basically. Like imagine like, you know, what they've done to Led Zeppelin, right? We were having a conversation <laughs> about classic rock earlier. They've remastered everything. So it doesn't all sound like a fucking broken record. So it's called Resurrected. Remade cinematics from Blur Studios, uh, quality of life improvements. We watched a little bit of it, and they showed, like, the old and the new, and it looked pretty fucking cool. So, yeah, I'm excited. I played a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of Diablo 2 after I had already played Diablo 3, like, four or five times. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for that one. So that'll be fun to play. And it's actually going to be on everything. So PC, Xbox, Nintendo, Switch, PlayStation... Uh, all that good stuff. So I can play it all over again on every single console, <laughs> every platform. Dude, I'm so, so I'm so stoked. I'm pretty excited too. Like the, I, I dumped too many hours in Diablo two, like way too many hours. Not, a, not as many in Diablo three as the Diablo two, oddly enough. This is just in my mind, huge. We're going to get <laughs> Diablo two resurrected on pc playstation xbox and switch this year it's coming this year yes again i know people we all kind of saw this coming i guess on some level but that kind of surprised me that there's going to be this cross progression system that you can take it across platforms and i think again this is one of those games that people sink literally years of their life into and here we go again and it's going to be gorgeous and i think they're going to do it right and you can actually play it you can revert it back, I believe, to the old like graphics, I believe. Don't quote me. Pretty sure. They also talked about the upcoming Diablo 4. So they had a pretty freaking cool trailer for the newest... Character class. Yeah, it's a character class. Yeah, a new one. It's the Rogue. So it's coming from the original Diablo all the way back from 1996. And so it's a nice little reprise of the classic. So that'll be fun. Yo, all my homies love Diablo. Mm-hmm. It's true. I And I love the fact that they're bringing back the rogue. I can't wait to play. I, I love rogue classes in, in any and every facet. Agreed. d d I'm a rogue. World of Warcraft, I'm a rogue. Diablo, give me that rogue, baby. <laughs> I just want to hop through the shadows and stab you in the back. And that there were some interesting mechanics in the, the trailer for the rogue, like the fact that there was this like Caltrop mechanic sort of similar to what you'd see with the Demon Hunter class in D3. So I think that they're doing it correctly. From what I've seen, I'm very excited, of course. No word on release date, no word on what systems are going to have it outside of PC. You got to assume it's going to be the same thing, you know, cross console, cross progression, etc. There's they've got to integrate that you would think for this, you know, next generation Diablo title, but my god, what we have seen so far looks incredible. I I really am crossing my fingers that they do drop it this year. I doubt that's going to happen. 
because there's so many other things that they're planning on pushing out in 2021 so they're probably waiting until 2022 whatever it's fine as long as it's good and i just feel like it's going to be very good i'm cool with waiting y'all got phones right Uh, hey i'm excited about that too you hush your mouth did they talk about that very briefly they talked about it they didn't give a release date or anything unfortunately yeah it actually looks interesting i think what they showed for diablo mortal is is going to be fine i think it'll be fun to play on your phone you know you know exactly what you're going to be getting i'm not you know i don't think it's going to change the world of mobile gaming but it should be fun again i'm surprised it's taken them this long to actually get this out you think they would have tried to get this out even last year with all the bad pr and the fact that we're still making fun of it in 2021 they probably are putting it on the back burner and like all right well let's let's literally blow their minds with this game that's what i'm hoping i'm i have very high aspirations for blizzard obviously i'm an emotional human being i put like my heart is a it's a blizzard heart. That doesn't sound right at all. That's bad. And my heart is as cold as bl- no. Okay. Anyway, um, I enjoy Blizzard games. I do. I really do. I really hope that Diablo Immortal is at least a playable game on my phone, so I'm not just like, oh my god. I I genuinely hope it's a good game. I'm with you. Here's here's to hoping. We're not taking any upward turns toward the end of what has gone on with BlizzCon, which is Overwatch Two. No release date, absolutely no word on what's going on with a a closed beta, so no clue what's happening. I don't really even know what to say at this point, because they had spoken last year that Overwatch was not going to get any new characters while Overwatch 2 was in development, which, you know, really, I think should have been out or should be out this year, but it doesn't look like it. I cannot imagine they go another year without updating Overwatch or adding new content or a new map or map rotation something i just am i'm almost shocked i'm almost in disbelief this is a game i've sunk a lot of time into can i just can't even believe what's happened here now granted some of what we know that is coming with overwatch 2 is going to be cool there's going to be some really interesting pve stuff obviously some of the characters are getting some makeovers i mean there's going to be some interesting new mechanics with how pve works and i guess some new maps with pvp it's supposed to be big it's supposed to be this massive next step the game has been in a very rough state for a year plus at this point they need to do something real fast or i think it's just going to not be good for number two just throwing it out there that's my personal opinion maybe a lot of people don't feel that way that's fine but i am uh i am very concerned i'm, I'm not even gonna cover hearthstone i'm sure much to the chagrin of many of our listeners uh, aka melkor shout out melkor you mean hearthstone classic where you basically get to play hearthstone vanilla they're bas- they're doing the exact same thing as they did with wow uh, this is why i didn't want to go down this path um, sorry. I, I'm no, sorry no 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 i'm this i'm glad you've i'm glad you've brought it up because this has been a fundamental flaw that we've discussed frequently on the show we've talked about this <laughs> blizzard doing a lot of nostalgia a lot of looking backward resuscitating things that they've left in the past and not a lot of future looking new intellectual properties at least from what we can tell so far maybe the jury's still out but i was thinking there might be some at least new announcement of a new ip or something let's get uh, ready to wrap up episode 17 i didn't even say that right 17 gosh we have that's crazy uh, we're going to wrap it up as we always do with what we've been listening to, what we've been watching, and what we've been playing. I'll kick it off. 
I've been listening to 645AR. Just Google it if you've not heard that. Just do it. I've been listening to some Bobby Shmurda because Bobby is out of prison. That's great. I've been listening to, and I, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say this next one because somebody else is going to say this one. And then I've been throwing it back, listening to some old Wu-Tang. Actually listened to Wu Massacre album. Yeah, great album. That whole album. So underrated. Uh, just such a great like Wu spin-off album before their like, newer albums that came out post-2010s. And oh my, whoa. Just go, just listen to the whole thing. It's it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it. Pinch, what are you listening to? Probably the thing you didn't want to say, which is Daft Punk. Absolutely. There it is. So when I heard the news, obviously, I posted in Discord and I made our Discord bot play Daft Punk. Or I, it's still playing Daft Punk, I think, right now. Probably. Uh, so, so go join our Discord if you want to listen to Daft Punk, or at least some of their... Uh, some of their hits throughout the years but the reason being obviously is because they uh decided to split up after what is like 25 years it, it really is crazy and it's like it's it's so bittersweet too because like i read an article that basically said that you know like the magic of daft punk is gone that there's no reason to create anymore right and it's such a it's such a, a bittersweet outlook to, if you look at it that way, you know, it's like, because when you hear Daft Punk, you know, it's Daft Punk, right? You hear you, I heard them on the weekends album and I was like, oh fuck, Daft Punk's on this shit. That's dope. You know, like I knew, I knew it before I even looked it up, but it makes sense that they're stopping now because they have such a unique and like game changing sound that there's, there's no magic to it anymore. It's not like, oh, that's new, you know? Like, yeah, that's Daft Punk. So it's heartbreaking to hear that, but like, I get it. it makes me so sad. But that and lo-fi, that's all I've been listening to. Sarah, what are you listening to? I listened to a little bit of like 90s hip hop today with Gabby while we worked out. That was really fun. Pinch changed her name in Discord to Notorious GAB. Oh my God. Which I think is absolutely hysterical. So, of course, we listened to Notorious B.I.G. The, the golden age, like the best, the best age of hip hop. So good. All right. What are we watching? What have we been watching this week? Sarah, why don't you kick us off? Ooh, okay. I have another good one for this week. It's a Netflix series. I think it's like a limited series or docuseries, whatever you want to call it, like a one season kind of thing. It was called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. It's actually called the Hotel Cecil, but for some reason, everyone refers to it as the Cecil Hotel. But there have been like a lot of weird occurrences, like people disappearing, murders, suicides. People nowadays see like ghosts in the building. It's kind of like one of those places that's like just absolutely ripe for like that kind of activity. It's it's actually the location where in 2013, um, a Canadian student, Elisa Lamb, went missing. She had been staying in the hotel and she was later found in the rooftop like water vats and nobody knows how she got there like nobody has any idea what happened to her and it's really creepy it's a really really good series i remember when that happened so like to to hear about everything else that has happened in the hotel was like really weird so if you like anything like that i highly suggest it Paradoxus was actually was actually watching that this week as well. That specific episode with the woman in the vat or whatever. Like I sat I sat in and watched it and I was like, dude, this is weird but really good. So Do you remember when that happened, Binge? I didn't know. I no. 
I think. Man, see, I asked Bish the same thing. Like, I vividly remember when that happened. Like, and and he and I were dating at that point. So I don't know how he wouldn't have known. It was pretty big news. Maybe it's because I'm like into like true crime and things like that. Really, really strange. It's a good series. Check it out. Bishop, what were you watching? I started watching a Cells at Work, which is just awesome. I'm not even going to say anything about it. Just Google Cells at Work. Really cool so far. I do want to actually like sit down and watch this show. Yo, I thought you said in Cells at Work at first, but it's Cells. Like yeah, C-E-L-L-S, Cells at Work. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. I'll leave it at that. Pinch, what are you watching? Obviously, I'm watching WandaVision every week because Marvel owns 30% of my soul. <laughs> I watched the new Mulan uh, today, actually, and I also watched Steins Gate. Interesting. Yeah, so like Paradoxus was watching it, and she watches a lot of anime, and I started, I sat down and i was just gonna like bother her like i i do this thing where like i get up from whatever i'm doing and i just go bother her for like 10 minutes and then leave because you know you have to do that they they have to know that you still exist and that you're okay and you know that you care yeah bitch does that too he usually he just comes downstairs to pester me for food and then runs back upstairs <laughs> that's exactly what happens absolutely Anyways, continue so real real quick tangent yesterday when we were playing valorant every time i got out of the game to go do something get a water or whatever i literally just nonstop said i love you like didn't let her say anything like had my headset on so i couldn't hear her and i just said I just I just repeated I love you over and over and over again until I left the area and then went back into my room and I just was went quiet again. So yes. I I thought it was super funny. Go troll your go troll your significant others with that, please. Uh but Steingate, I went to go to go pester her and the first thing that I heard was time travel and I was hooked after that. I heard time travel, mad scientist, and then I sat and I watched like all of the episodes with her. So really good. Highly recommend. Um, so I guess we, we go to play now, right? Like what have what have we been playing, guys? Val or Valorant Val and Valheim yes. for you guys, I guess, yes, right? Melvor Idol. The other yep. Val game. Melvor Idol. Yep. <laughs> TFT. I've been playing yep, TFT yep. a lot. I actually am enjoying TFT. The meta is Oh boy, it's a little troublesome at this point, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm just doing some fun meme builds and just playing quick play and stuff. It's it's good. I like what they're doing with TFT. I'm ready for the next set, and I've only been playing this set for a couple weeks trying to grind that battle pass. But uh, yeah, Valheim, just get on the wave, dude. Just get on. Just hop on. Yeah. It's great. You're going to love it. No, Bishop, real quick, you did you did pick up Melvor Idol, right? I did. I have been playing Melvor Idol, yes. How do you how do you like it? It's very interesting. It's it's basically it's basically RuneScape without all the bullshit, right? Yeah, it's it's all text based and it's it is really fun actually. I'm literally playing it right now. Yeah, it's now. great. Oh my it's, god, it's a great. I just actually <laughs> checked it as well. Uh, it is Melvor Idol is kind of hilarious. It's it's a silly it's a silly little game that like you know if you like if you like those types of like idle games that you kind of want to feel like you're progressing in something in your life, pick it up because like that's how I feel because we've been stuck inside for a year. I I looked at it. It's it's literally going to be a year in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that. That's a that's something else we're gonna have to I'm sure cover at some point here because there is a <laughs> I know we're all feeling the fatigue because we've all talked about it but um, seriously if if you're feeling fatigue please hit us up yeah join our Discord I mean like that's that's one thing that we have that we've had to keep our sanity is the fact that 
you know, we have friends from all across the country that we hang out with in Discord and in games that feels normal, like feels somewhat normal. I mean, we play Valorant together basically every single night. And it's one of those things for me, at least, that has kept me sane through through the whole pandemic. And I know it, sh it has for you guys as well. Yep. Yeah, I mean... You can obviously join the Discord and obviously join the community, but you can DM us too. We want to just make sure that we're here for people during this time because it really has been wild. I mean, really wild. And, you know, this has been a hard year. I think we're in for probably another year that's going to be challenging. We'll get through it together. And honestly, I think that we'll come out on the other side stronger, which is good. And just can't believe we're still living through this pandemic. Crazy. Anyways, on that note, I guess let's wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 17 of Key Finds. We'll be back next week I'm sure we'll be covering some new valorant patch notes or something that's coming out so don't go anywhere have a great uh, rest of your week and weekend be safe y'all later Bye.